and welcome to UX Shortcast. Every day, I handpick the hottest articles from the last 24 hours to bring you the coolest and most exciting updates. Get ready for a quick yet catchy snapshot of what's new and buzzing in user experience. Ready to get inspired? Let's jump in. Today on January 13th, I have the pleasure of inviting you to another episode of UX Shortcast. In a case against boring designs, article number one, Darren Yeo passionately advocates for the integration of beauty in digital design, drawing inspiration from the evolution of chair design. The article highlights Airbnb's 2023 winter release as a beacon for the shift towards more engaging and natural digital experiences, moving away from the mundane flat designs that have become commonplace. Yo references art historian Agata Toromanoff's insights on chairs not just as functional objects, but as expressions of personal creativity and innovation in manufacturing methods. Chairs like digital designs should embody the Vitruvian triad, stability, utility, and beauty to create a delightful user experience. The article serves as a call to action for designers to prioritize aesthetics and emotion in their work, providing 10 practical steps to weave beauty into the fabric of digital interfaces. In article number two titled Bringing Down the Digital Divide, Luis Berumen Castro discusses a critical challenge for UX designers, the widening gap caused by technological advancements. The article highlights how the same innovations that connect and propel us forward can also leave many behind, creating a digital divide. It emphasizes the historical pattern where new technologies often exclude certain groups, and it's a call to action for designers to not abandon their posts in the face of A's risey. Castro uses the metaphor of Kiritamati Islanders experiencing a new day ahead of the world to illustrate how not everyone accesses the future simultaneously, leading to out-of-time zones where people can feel left behind. He references a chart by Vivisum Partners, LLC, noting that just four years ago, AI wasn't even on the radar, showing how quickly technology can evolve and create divisions. The article concludes by quoting William Gibson, reminding us that the future is unevenly distributed, and for many, the present is already a distant dream. Castro's message is clear. There's much work ahead for UX designers to ensure that technology's benefits are accessible to all, bridging the digital divide. In article number three, creating a color ramp using color modifiers in Token Studio, Katie Cooper from UX Collective shares a method to streamline the process of building color ramps for design systems. Cooper introduces Token Studio as a tool for managing design tokens, which requires a pro membership, and mentions Leonardo Dio as an alternative. The article outlines a six-step process. One, create base colors. G, establish middle-of-the-road colors, which act as the foundation for the color ramp. Two, create color modifier. Tokens. Set up tokens to adjust color lightness and saturation consistently across the color ramp. 3. Add your base. Color. Insert the base color into Token Studio's global set. 4. Add remaining colors with a modifier. Use the created modifier tokens to adjust the base color to generate new color stops. 5. Create all remaining color ramps. Duplicate the initial color ramp and modify the base color for new ramps. 6. Making adjustments. Edit base colors or modifier tokens to refine the color ramp. Cooper concludes that while this method is efficient for quick iterations, it may not suit every project. 
She encourages experimentation to determine if it's the right fit for a particular design system. In article number four, titled, Don't Trust the Man or the Machine, Dr. Adam Hart explores the nuanced relationship between trust, authentication, and user experience in both human and machine interactions. He delves into how fraudulent actors exploit our inherent trust in institutions, which is groomed into us to maintain societal cohesion. Hart argues that while systems and machines have improved authentication protocols, trust is a human concept that doesn't extend to technology. Instead, we operate on expectations and legal trade-offs when interacting with machines. He suggests that human-centered trust design, HCTD, should focus on creating systems that align with our global trust expectations, ensuring transparency and predictability, rather than attempting to establish a false sense of trust in technology. In article number five, titled Building Better Makeware, Software for People Who Make Things, Caitlin Piquigno, a former Airtable UX researcher and professional musician, shares insights on enhancing software designed for creators. Makeware refers to tools like Airtable, Zapier, and Adobe, which enable users to build software, workflows, or creative content. The article focuses on creators, the primary users whose success is crucial for the Makeware's impact. Pikignot identifies three factors influencing creators' success with Makeware, the complexity of the project, the creator's skill level, and the usability of the Makeware itself. She likens a successful Makeware experience to a road trip, where the complexity is the route, the skill level is the driver, and the Makeware's usability is the car. The article suggests that while product teams have limited control over a user's skill, they can significantly improve the Makeware's usability. Pequignot proposes strategies like allowing users to learn from mistakes, providing helpful prompts, and respecting users' time constraints. She also emphasizes the importance of leveraging familiar mental models to make new software more relatable. The goal is to make creation with Makeware more accessible, enjoyable, and efficient. In article number six, titled Predictions for Product and UX Designers in 2024, Chris Ashby explores the evolving landscape of the design industry as we enter 2024. The article acknowledges the rapid changes and challenges faced by designers, including the rise of new tools and a shift in entrepreneurial opportunities. Despite potential concerns, Ashby encourages optimism, viewing these changes as a chance to engage in more unique and custom projects. A key prediction for 2024 is the emergence of AI tools that streamline repetitive design tasks. These tools are expected to enhance the capabilities of non-designers while potentially reducing opportunities for junior designers. AI's maturation will lead to more specialized applications, such as design system generators and usability test idea generators, which will package AI's text-based output into more practical, industry-specific solutions. Ashby's insights aim to prepare designers for these imminent industry shifts, ensuring they remain at the forefront of innovation and creativity. In article number seven, titled, GPT Store is a UX Disaster, Nick Babich critiques the user experience of OpenAI's newly launched GPT Store. Babich highlights issues such as confusing category selections that lack relevance to everyday activities, unclear naming conventions, and the absence of visual aids beyond basic icons. He notes the search function's inefficiency as it fails to interpret user intent, only offering keyword-based recommendations. Furthermore, Babich points out the lack of user ratings and reviews, which hinders the evaluation process of GPTs. 
He also mentions the difficulty in distinguishing between native ChatGPT and custom GPTs in the operation history. Lastly, he addresses the absence of marketing tools within the store, which could impede the discoverability of new GPTs. Despite these criticisms, Babich expresses hope that OpenAI will improve the store over time. In article number eight, titled, Five Must-Try Side Hustles for Designers in 2024, Arpit Chandak shares lucrative side hustles for designers looking to expand their skills and income. Chandak emphasizes the value of paid mentorships, highlighting the success of platforms like TopMate and SuperPeer. He also discusses the potential of creating and selling digital products on Gumroad, where he earns 700 plars and aims to increase his earnings. The article suggests launching indie products, like Chandak's upcoming UIpedia, USNG no-code tools for web design inspiration. Additionally, it introduces the concept of a productized design agency, offering fixed-price service packages, and cites DesignJoy's impressive revenue. Lastly, Chandok encourages writing on Medium about niche topics, using AI tools to enhance content. He concludes by inviting readers to follow his journey on LinkedIn and Medium, and to check out free UI UX resources on Gumroad and the Figma community. In article number nine, titled, Top 5 Prototyping Tools for 2024, we delve into the latest advancements in prototyping software essential for UX designers. Prototyping is crucial for creating replicas of final products for testing and stakeholder presentations. UXPN stands out in this space, offering a code-based design approach that allows for fully interactive designs without the need for plugins. It supports offline work and has robust documentation, with the unique merge feature for integrating React components. Figma remains popular for its community and ease of use, though it falls short in advanced prototyping. Adobe XD, once a contender, was discontinued in 2023. InVision, known for its design system management, has also shut down, unable to keep up with the interactive UI demands of 2024. Framer has embraced AI for rapid prototyping, offering smart components for quick iterations, but still doesn't match UXPIN's depth of features. The article emphasizes that while many tools are suitable for low-fidelity wireframes, UXPIN's high-fidelity, code-based prototypes offer a more accurate user testing experience, inviting readers to join the UX design revolution with a 14-day free trial. In article number 10, titled Top UX Design Tools for 2024, we delve into the essential tools that facilitate a positive user experience with digital products. The piece emphasizes the importance of hands-on testing to find the best UX design tool, highlighting UXPIN as a standout option. UXPIN not only allows for high-fidelity P rototyping with features like states and auto layout, but also boasts merge technology for efficient layout creation using coded component libraries. The article also touches on the closure of InVision in January 2024, suggesting UXPN Merge as a powerful alternative. Figma is praised for its real-time collaboration capabilities, while Sketch is noted for its precision in design and cloud storage. Marvel is recommended for beginners, offering a user-friendly interface and mobile support. The conclusion suggests that while some tools are suited for specific design stages, comprehensive solutions like UXPN streamline the process from concept to completion, offering a robust platform for interactive prototyping and developer handoff. The article encourages signing up for a UXPIN trial to experience its full potential in creating realistic prototypes. In the insightful article number 11, How to Choose the Right Type of Mobile App, 
native, web, or hybrid, we delve into the critical considerations for selecting the appropriate development path for mobile applications. Native apps are platform-specific, offering high-performance and full-device functionality access, but require separate development for each operating system, increasing time and cost. Hybrid apps provide a middle ground, using a single code base to operate across multiple platforms, though they may face limitations with complex device interactions and potentially higher maintenance costs. Web apps, accessible via browsers, can mimic native app experiences, but lack the distribution power of app stores and require constant internet connectivity, posing challenges in less developed markets. The article emphasizes the importance of understanding these differences to enhance user experience and make informed decisions tailored to project needs. In the insightful article Darsha 12, before the design process starts, it's time to get out of the building. The emphasis is on the importance of user research before re-diving into the design process. The article, published just 19 hours ago, highlights Steve Blank's influential Get Out of the Building, Jiub concept from the Lean Startup movement. It stresses the need for entrepreneurs to step out and engage with potential customers to truly understand their needs and preferences. The piece outlines a simple approach to conducting effective user research, including planning your questions, deciding who to talk to, structuring the interviews, sharing prototypes, and actively listening without pitching. Summarizing findings is crucial to identify trends and insights that can inform product development. By adopting this hands-on research method, teams can uncover innovative opportunities and create products that resonate with users, ultimately leading to successful user adoption and improved business outcomes. Thank you for listening, and I invite you to another dose of knowledge tomorrow.